What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 188 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Schneiderverse episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. Being a conservative figure in the United States is tough these days. Every morning, you've got to clock in at the complaining factory and put in hours of triggering the libs by posting online. When after a long day of work, you finally get into your decal-festooned car, you're forced to idle in the parking lot as you stream to Facebook Live. And then, even once you get home, you're expected to pour yourself some whiskey and read all the Antifa comments under your posts, the majority of which are pictures of a turd on a pig's bloated testicles or elaborate memes about you being a boomer cuck. Wash, rinse, repeat. It's exhausting. But some conservatives, much like Franz Kafka before them, are able to work a full-time job while also finding the time to be creative. John Schneider is a perfect example. A famous actor known for his roles in the Dukes of Hazard and Smallville, he's a man who's never simply rested on his laurels. From country music to independent cinema, John has tried his hand at many creative endeavors and built a body of work any auteur would be envious of. The latest movie he wrote, directed, produced, and starred in is John Schneider's To Die For, an elegy to the lost art of being a flag-loving patriot. It was released mere days ago, and a challenge was issued by the auteur himself. Soon as I, soon as I get there, yeah. Oh, hey, hey folks, Schneider here. Yes, I am in glorious Nashville, Smashville, Nashwood. But listen, I wanted to let you know that um, First of all, thank you for all of the wonderful compliments about To Die For. Uh, it's very, very exciting. Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, certainly conservative new channels are, are, uh, are jumping on it and wanting to talk about it. But here's the, here's the real, uh, here's how I figure it. Uh, if you don't have any haters, you've heard me say that. If you don't have any, if you don't have any opposition, then you're probably not much of a uh, much of a threat. Well, this movie is getting a bunch of opposition from folks who haven't seen it. Challenge accepted, John. So this week on QA, we're bringing you an exploration of both John, his movie, which we did watch, and the online comments of those who've watched it. As such, prepare to enter the Schneiderverse. John Schneider rose to fame by playing Bo Duke in TV show The Dukes of Hazard, which ran from 1979 to 1985. Bo was one of the two cousins who drove around the General Lee, a Dodge Charger emblazoned with a Confederate flag on its roof, and distilled moonshine in Hazard County, Georgia. The show was a huge commercial success, and people tuned in every week to see exactly how the Duke boys would outsmart the crooked county commissioner. Schneider went on to have a successful run as both an actor and country singer. He played Clark Kent's dad in Smallville from 2001 to 2006, and even continued scoring parts through the knots on shows like Nip Tuck, CSI, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Desperate Housewives. In the 2010s, however, his roles seemed to dry up as he shifted mostly to Christian movies, Hallmark and Lifetime stuff, and films with titles like Flag of My Father, I Am Gabriel, American Justice, and Roe v. Wade. That last one is that's just a that's just a court case though. Yeah, it's a it's some sort of a conservative movie about the court case and how like the guy is a a naughty Jewish pervert. 
the guy behind the, it. By the way, these are the types of movies that get advertised on like uh, AM radio. Like you always hear yeah. uh, John Schneider's To Die For. And then it's like, I- I'm not going to put down this flag. And then you've got like Mark <laughs> Levin who's like, this is an incredible movie. It's an incredible, John Schneider is an amazing talent. Yeah. You should all go and see it this weekend. Absolutely. This is. This is, I guess, what conservative filmmaking is. You know, you just, you just like take the ideology because that's all you're really going to get from it. Like yeah. some kind of ideological kick. Yeah. You know, there's, a, there's an old saying, you know, that the libs can't meme. Well, that might be true. Uh, but what's also true is that the conservatives cannot make a movie to save their lives. It's We're still waiting for it, folks. The first good yeah, conservative movie. Yeah, the first good movie. one. The first good one. I'm, I've, I have hope that Jim Caviezel's QAnon movie uh, is going to be... I guess The Passion of the Christ could count. Yes, that's true. Mel Gibson might that's be true. their only hope. Mel Gibson, I think, is their only <laughs> hope. <laughs> oh, my God, of course. What a hope. Of course, of course. The guy who's on record talking about decapitating his ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> and, and like railing, railing against a, a police officer who's arresting him for driving drunk, calling him a Jew. Um, okay, let's see what you got. <laughs> Considered a heartthrob, Schneider was married to Tawny Elaine Godin, a Miss America winner from 83 to 86. He remarried in 1993 to Elvira Castle, but they divorced in 2014, which led to a dispute over unpaid spousal support. The dispute has lasted until today, and back in 2018, Castle blamed Schneider's ongoing financial problems on him, quote, squandering a large portion of his income via investment in his hobby of making low-budget, poorly produced films and television. I fucking love this guy. If you're going to squander your money, that's the way to do it. There we go, buddy. This was in reference to John Schneider Studios, which he set up in Louisiana. Now, in 2018, Schneider was sentenced to three days in L.A. County Jail for not paying spousal support. On his way to jail, he made a video for his followers, encouraging them to buy his merch. Upon arrival, he found that due to overcrowding, he only had to spend five hours before they released him from jail, after which he was right back to selling his wares, which include, of course, a Confederate flag t-shirt. Oh. Yeah. In 2021, John Schneider Studios was hit hard by Hurricane Ida. Now, obviously, I'm not cheering on natural disasters or human misery here, but the event did lead to a comical photo of the General Lee stunt car with a giant tree smashed through its Confederate flag roof. Worry not, Schneider owns multiple models of the same stupid car (laughs) to this day. So, you know, to be clear, this guy was born in New York, okay? Like, he's not... But he loves it, right? He did grow up partially in Georgia. Then, of course, he moved to California. And then once he got, like, all his conservative pet peeves, like, stuff going, he went back to Louisiana Mm -hmm. to set up the studio, which was a big mistake because Louisiana just keeps getting hit by, like, you know, there was flooding, I think, that hit his shit in, like, the mid aughts and then and he's clearly not going he's clearly not going through any official channels to get these movies made because louisiana does have good uh tax credits for filmmakers Uh, but he's not he's not doing any of that i don't think i think he's doing it all all on the dl (laughs) in a video about the disaster schneider once again told his followers to go buy merch from his store this year it was revealed that he still owed his ex-wife elvira castle 1.8 million dollars in back support and that a judge was seizing his royalties until the bill was paid off. Now, this may explain why his funds were a little low when embarking on the creation of John Schneider's To Die For, the 2022 movie that he recently released through Vimeo. 
Now, you know why he has to call it John Schneider's To Die For, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a movie already. There's a very, very the popular movie with Nicole Kidman about a yeah. media, you know, this this woman willing to do anything to be a newscaster. Also called To Die For, mm-hmm. very popular film. Yeah. I believe Nicole Kidman was nominated for an award for it, potentially. So I don't know. Unclear, yeah. unclear why he went with the same title. Well, a flag to die for. He just loved uh, it, and then he Googled it, and it still didn't change his mind. And he went, okay. Fuck it. It's mine, though. Jul- Julian and Jake's QAnon Anonymous. Yeah, that's what'll happen once <laughs> Travis is fully exiled. Here he is on Newsmax speaking to Chris Salcedo about what inspired him to make it. We watch your character, man. He goes from just a kind of a laid-back guy who just loves his flag, a veteran, and then he gets put through the ringer by this woke society and getting his freedom stolen. What inspired you to make this film? Chris, I read a story about a year ago about a gentleman who uh, defied a restraining order that said he couldn't drive within 300 yards of the local high school with the American flag on the back of his truck. Uh, but he did it anyway, and he went to jail. You know, it was his, his way of sacrificing something for the flag that has given us freedom. Uh, his way of saying thank you to all the people who have died defending it, all the people who have been maimed defending it, all of the families who have lost loved ones because they felt the flag was worth dying for. I feel the flag is worth dying for. So I sat down and I was inspired like never before to write this film and and this, as you say, this this crazy woke society, woke nonsense that we're going through right now, fueled so many great lines of dialogue. Somebody asked me in here if I got the jab, and I say, I wouldn't get that shot with Baldwin's arm. So, you know, we go, we go, we go everywhere. This is the saddest thing I have ever fucking seen. This is, this is so sad. It's so sad. Salcedo laughing like a little goblin and rubbing his little hands together, like, oh, what a good one. And the fact, what a good and one. the fact that he's like, like, what other? Oh my god, can you imagine any other filmmaker on, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or whatever? Trying to go, you know, there's a line in the movie where uh, he says this, and I say this right back. Oh, that's a good one. That's Holy a shit. really good oh one. God. Oh man, I'm gonna go see the movie now. Also, can we can we talk about the fact he he's not put through the ringer by any means. No. I mean, as we'll get into the movie, I mean, everything that happens to him is is basically uh, by his own design. And also, in regards to the restraining order, the restraining order about the guy with the flag. I haven't looked too much into the case, but I imagine the restraining order is more because a person is driving by the high school at a certain time every single day, yeah. As opposed to the fact that they have a flag, you can put a flag up in your yard, blasting they, music through your shitty truck. Yeah, 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 blasting music out of the thing. I think it has Stop more bothering to do the with, high school. Yeah, yeah, bothering the high school yeah. than it does about the flag. And God, if there isn't a more perfect example of the sort the the imagined oppression of conservatives that yeah. lead them to actually put themselves in either uh, of perilous financial situations or even uh, you know they're they're put their freedom at stake. I mean, th- this is it. It's yeah. I think it's very funny that the martyr in this movie is like a guy in his sixties who's no longer allowed near a high school. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, we just need you to not be doing this anymore. 
Schneider has been on Fox Business, OAN, and Newsmax promoting his movie. And his sales pitch is that he's a scrappy, independent operation standing up to the Hollywood sickos. This film took 10 months to make with less than 10 people in the crew. Now, that is yeah. the definition of a, of a shoestring budget. Am I to assume woke Hollywood would, wouldn't touch this pro-American film with a 10-foot Oh, pole? my gosh. My gosh. They wouldn't spend any money to develop it. Uh, they certainly wouldn't film it. They wouldn't distribute it. But my wife and I are fiercely and unapologetically independent. So we make our own content. We also distribute our own content. So when, when you watch this movie or any movie that we've made or listen to any of the music, we, right now, we are all in. If this movie doesn't work, we lose everything. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. <laughs> <laughs>